Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark out for a while. Hello and welcome to the dark forest, you guys. It's me, Jackie Cation, your host. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com. And it is the end of February, which means on Friday of this week, March 3rd, a new album coming out for me, Jackie Cation, new stand-up album called I Am Not the Hero of This Story. And it uh, will be a delight anyway. So I hope you like it. It's available on iTunes and Amazon, and it is through Stand Up Records. And uh, hard copies will be available from the website probably by the end of the month. This week I am on, I'm also leaving for a cruise to Mexico, from San Diego to somewhere in Mexico, and then hitting all the ports on that side, probably not seeing a lot of deep Mexico. I think it's going to be a lot of tourist Mexico. I think I'm going to have an opportunity to buy a sombrero. Just uh, just a guess. Anyway, let's do the credits. Mike Rickberg composed and sang the song you just heard. He'll sing his copy, his version of the Mexican hat dance. At the end of the program, Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio. And Vilmos fixes the website, JackieCation.com. DorkForest.com and JackieCation.com, they have a donation button. If you enjoy the program, feel free to donate to the show uh, via... PayPal. There, if you want to give monthly, you can, but I haven't made it easy. You have to keep remembering, oh, I like this show. I'd like to give her another $10 month to month, uh, or whatever you want to give. And, uh, if you don't have money, don't worry about it. Uh, don't donate. Don't worry about it. Uh, but you can support the show in other ways. Like if you were to want a Dork Forest t-shirt, I have Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirts and regular Dork Forest t-shirts, plus a spooky reading girl t-shirt, which is a, uh, a joke that I do uh, from my last album, the Horcrux album. Anyway, you can get a shirt. You can order a Dork Forest hoodie, though they would be on back order at this time because I'm uh, pretty much out of stock. You can email me, Jackie at JackieCation.com, and I could check uh, the availability because I, I have a couple, but I think they're just uh, some smalls. So who knows? Anyway, other than that, uh, on JackieCation.com in the merch page where the t-shirts are and the and the donation button are, there's also an Amazon banner. The Amazon banner just takes you to Amazon. You order like normal, but if you've used JackieCation.com or DorkForest.com as a portal, you can, uh, you could just buy stuff from Amazon and the Dork Forest gets a bit of a kickback. And I appreciate that. It doesn't cost you extra. It's just a way to support the show. Uh, another way, uh, that you can, uh, other stuff you can see on the website. Let's see. If you're on JackieCation.com, you can watch me do some stand-up. I got my videos up there and my calendar. This week, uh, I am in Los Angeles until the end of the week, and then I am going on that cruise. Joko, Jonathan Colton cruise, nerd, dork, geek cruise, down to Mexico and back. Going to do a live dork forest on the boat, the ship, and then come home. Anyway, uh it's a great show. Oh, premium episodes are on Bandcamp. That's the dorkforest.bandcamp.com. There's probably a dozen episodes that are live and they're from the last year or so. Live episodes cost me a couple of bucks. So the live episodes cost a couple of bucks. You can go look at them. You can see the teaser clips and see if you'd be interested in spending $2 on a live episode. There's also a bunch of free episodes from when the show was not pre-recorded that I sort of picked cherry-picked of the first couple hundred episodes that were on Blog Talk. Anyway, it's a great show. I'm sure I've forgotten to say something. It doesn't matter. Let's get into it. Hey, guys. Uh, it's Jackie Cation, and I'm in my living room, and it's exciting because I'm here with friend of the show, and uh, if we hung out more, actual friend of mine, Henry <laughs> Phillips. Hello, Henry Phillips. Hey, Jackie. Good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We've known each other a long time, so we, I, I we, think... Stand up comedy wise and yeah. uh, and and lunch wise, mm-hmm. didn't we have a weird lunch in Indianapolis? Oh yeah, the uh, with Augie? Harry and Izzy's. Harry and Izzy's. There I... was a fourth gentleman with us. Yeah, I think it was the feature. Whoever was featured for Somebody's me at Crackers. Feature. Somebody's yeah. one of our features. <laughs> yeah, look at us. We headline you guys. I don't know if you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Henry Phillips, stand up comic, of course, and at Hen Lips on Twitter, H E N L I P S, and um. 
the next couple of gigs you're doing, you're in Billings with Augie mm-hmm. Smith, the aforementioned yeah. Augie Smith, uh, March 4th. And then you're doing the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana, uh, mm-hmm. at the end of March. Yep. But we're going to get into your dorkdom. But uh, you're also you, – you have a new movie that is actually playing at the Lemley in Santa Monica. I do. This week. Yeah. It's called Punching Henry, and I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> you and I both know. Yeah. And, and of course we know in our comedy we do it, but it's so fun to retell – are you getting plenty of level on me? I'm getting plenty of level on I'm you. I'm an amateur sound guy, so I like to be concerned. <laughs> uh, and I have a quiet voice. But, um, so, you know, it, so many things happen on a daily basis. Like you're at the improv and something, somebody makes you feel like crap and you tell your friends about it or right. whatever, or just, uh, an oh, awkward right. situation happens with a, an agent or you do a bad set or whatever. Like these stories, I know they're not earth shatteringly important to, uh, to, you know, <laughs> world politics or anything, but they, uh, they need to be told and I have a lot of fun, uh, <laughs> telling them. <laughs> the, uh. I'm glad they need to be, they yeah, do yeah. need to be told because. <laughs> they need I, to be told if, by if me. If you're you know. a graphic artist and you have a shitty day or somebody, cause everybody has crummy yeah. social skills and somebody always says something weird. So is punching Henry that? Yeah, it's basically uh, You did punching almost the every, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and similar to that one, almost everything from the beginning to the end of this movie is based on a real thing that happened to me, you know, in my pursuits of trying to be in this crazy business. Yeah. And recreations of real conversations or real situations. There's an entire road <laughs> sequence that's taken right out of a weekend that I did up in, uh, Nevada. Northern Nevada. Yeah, it was in, uh, Carson City, Carson's- actually. I was playing at the Nugget. Sure. Not the Golden Nugget. This is the Nugget. Oh. There's no glitz in There's, this place. Yeah, no, <laughs> the, the, it's a less shiny version yeah. of a weird small town casino. Yeah. Excellent. And, you know, they didn't have a cord that reached the stage, so they had to use, so I had to kind of hang off the stage with my guitar <laughs> precariously, and they had to set the, and the spotlight didn't go Quite. all that way, so I was sort of bending trying to get into the light. It was ridiculous. That is, uh, Oh my God. Now I'm sad that, cause you sent me a preview clip. Now I'm sad that I was an ass and didn't have These, a chance oh, to watch it. Oh, that's all right. No. But I Everybody, will. Uh, yeah, we all should watch we'll it. We'll be able to watch it. And, and also there's a fantastic cast. Tig, uh, plays one of my good buddies. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we had to pretend to be friends in this thing. Right. Cause um, <laughs> I did a show with Tig at Largo called Tig and her friends. Yeah. And I was the only one there. Uh, Zach so had you, to cancel. You're the only friend? Her only friend. And I was like, this is, this is. Tig and her friend. Yeah. Um, I got to do 30. It's a great story, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you needed to know Henry Phillips. Well, that, that'll lead us nicely into Sarah Silverman, who also does a show, Sarah Silverman and Friends. Right. And, um, she plays a podcaster like yourself. Like myself, the, typecasting. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah Silverman has said she would do this podcast, but it has not happened. Oh, okay. Well, um, she's a dork for but, sure. Right. She's got access to some, some nerd. Um, that, yeah, out of context, it would sound like I was insulting her, but it's called the dork forest. So. Right. This is the, this is the only contact. <laughs> she's a tour. This is the best. No, it's, but, uh. So she's in it and Tig is yeah, in yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. And also J.K. Simmons, who has an Oscar. Oh, and, wow. Uh, yeah, he, he agreed to do it because he was, uh, he saw the first movie and liked it a lot and read oh, the that's... script. And he's just a fantastic, amazing person who loves to, uh, be part of the creative process because God knows we didn't have a budget for this. Well, I was going to yeah. say, yeah, yeah, because you can't afford an Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. You're and, lucky that uh, those, the first two are actually your friends. If I, like, yeah. yeah, if I come away with nothing else from this entire movie, just the fact that I was able to be inspired by a guy like that who has an Academy Award and yet is around, is, is just just wants to work, right? Yeah, it's just the opposite of a diva, whatever that is. Right. Like he's just sort of like, you know, showed up every time, knew all of his lines, you know, and, uh, right. <laughs> that sounds like it should be part of the job, but you'd be amazed at how many people don't even do that. Oh, but, no. Um, no, no, I was, yeah. <laughs> I was that person. Uh, I, comics especially. Yeah, I, I've like, shown no, up on any my number own of, stuff. I've shown up on any number of TV shows. Uh, any number? gonna go two yeah i've only done two and uh, yeah. i didn't know my lines so uh that makes me an asshat uh because someone wrote them well so. yeah yeah that happened all the time and um 
And then, you know, Doug Stanhope is great in the movie oh, and uh, Jim awesome. Jeffries and uh, – Oh, that's hilarious. There's so many. Yeah, yeah. So so, it, so it's a lot of great comics mm-hmm. and then a guy with an Oscar. Yeah, and, and, it's, and me. And yourself. <laughs> and it's essentially the minutia of your life. It's it's a sort of – Yeah. A, yeah, that's I'm awesome. trying to think of uh, examples. Um, well, we talked about the road stuff, but yeah, just – yeah, and it's available on iTunes and, and Amazon to just download and stream and yeah. watch, right? Yep. And then if you live in a town that because you got a distribution deal, but it's in, yeah, in, it'll in be in markets, like Chicago, right? San Francisco, and at the time of this podcasting, I'm not sure of all that, but by by the time it's coming out, yeah. Uh, if you go to the Punching Henry Facebook uh, fan page, you should see all information about. Yeah, it. yeah. So just put in Punching Henry into the Facebook search, and you'll find the fan page. And then you can also ping Henry on on uh, Twitter if if you can't figure it out, like if you don't have Facebook, which is at Henlips on Twitter. So super fun, man. Well, thanks for doing all that plugging. Okay, I gotta go. No, oh, yeah, I'm just exactly. Kidding. And you're out. No, and I so, feel bad, uh, but I but I really am happy about it. So thanks for letting me get. Yeah, that yeah, out there. it sounds hilarious. So it's all good, and because Henry's Kitchen is a video, it's it's essentially a video series on YouTube as well, right? Yes, and. That's what I like is your dorkdom is that is clearly <laughs> oh, yeah. you like to watch other people's YouTube series. I love it. I love cringe like specific humor, whatever they call it. Um, I'd call I, it cringe I love, humor. Yeah. <laughs> I love, uh, getting vicarious, uh, douche chills is another term that I've heard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, secondhand, uh, douche chills. Um, yeah, so, I, I just I love that stuff. And so so back in like 2011, right? I had hit this point in my life where I I felt like every year prior to that the was better than the year before, and I was on this sort of upswing ever since I started comedy, you know. Right. And um, this was the one year that I started feeling like, ooh, I'm getting <laughs> less work. Uh, I sort of have less going on. I just, I'm in my forties now and, uh, I'm going through a breakup and things were generally just kind of blah. Right. And it was mid 2011 and, uh, I was living by myself at the time and, um, drinking a lot. Sure. I'm currently still drinking a lot and living by myself, so it hasn't changed. Right. Four years of, uh, of I like a, when a I try to tell, try to paint a picture, but it's the same picture. Now. <laughs> no, uh, no, but anyway, so, um, I, every time I wanted to make food, I would go to YouTube to yeah. learn it. And, and like I, I would, I was concerned about my health too. I was like, I read an article about how asparagus has amazing, uh, health effects. And I sure. was like, well, I want to start getting into asparagus. <laughs> so I go to YouTube yep. and I just put in like how to cook asparagus. And usually what happens is there's like this high production value one from the food network or whatever. Right. And, uh, People with makeup and, you know, lighting and all this. Three cameras and. And then along the side where they've got all the suggested videos. Right. That's where the real fun's happening. (laughs) (laughs) There's like, there's like, uh, you know, an eight year old girl teaching you how to do it or like some middle aged guy who lives in an attic who's just really adamant about his particular method of it. It's like, okay, you know, everybody has their own theory about how you're supposed to grill asparagus. (laughs) And I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm saying that for me, this is the way I do it. So don't leave a comment saying that you disagree like this. Like, so funny. And, and the whole time I'm watching it, I'm laughing because I'm like, the real story is what is it that made you get up and say, <laughs> you know, I cook asparagus so well, I'm going to start teaching people how to do it. <laughs> and and nobody's watching it. There's like a hundred views. There's a hundred views. You know, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's kind of the draw. So it was hilarious. And so being a. Uh, what would you say? Like, I, I've always, I've always liked satire, you know, and I think yeah. that's kind of how my guitar act happened. I'd go to open mic nights and I'd see somebody and I want to, I'd be like, I want to do the really bad version of that. So <laughs> I started making my own cooking videos. Right. And it's been a lot of fun and I have a lot of people that think they're real and some, and I'll, <laughs> underneath the, uh, videos, I'll have like my tour schedule. It's like, come see me in Chicago and people will literally come Thinking- not knowing what in the hell they're, 
I just like that video, and I'm going to see him. I don't know what he's going to do. What is, is he going to cook? Where is he going to cook? Him, he, That's awesome. Yeah, uh, we're going to a bar to watch this guy. And then when they get there, they're like, oh, he's a comedian. Oh, I get it. And then, <laughs> and then we have a lot of fun. But um, Right, right, right. But but I love the fact that there's no other research as to yeah, other, yeah, exactly. other things happening. They oh, I've literally internet. talked to so many. Yeah. I've talked to so many people like that. I didn't know what you were going to do, if you were going to cook or what. I saw a cooking video, and it was essentially a woman forcing her grandmother to show the world how to make something. Wow. And her grandmother was like, I don't know. You cook it till it's done. <laughs> That's fantastic. But what can if, you expound? It's a, uh, how much salt? She's like, well, you grab some salt and yeah. you throw it in. And I was like, Oh my God, I want to see a hundred of these. Oh, I know. So that's kind of what you've been doing. Yeah. Right? So ever since then, I've been fascinated by them. <laughs> I even took a lot of notes of some of my favorites. And a lot of times I'll see they, somebody do something and I'll do an exaggerated version in one of my videos. Is it always food or is it sometimes like do you like oh, I want to um, paint baseboards or I want to know yeah yeah it can be any kind of instructional washer. thing the thing that I think I was channeling the most when I made my my first kitchen video is a guy named Shane One Lucky uh, some people might remember this guy but he did uh, he sang five octaves on the piano wow um, yeah all and right he, and he didn't at all oh. <laughs> like he was just <laughs> trying to teach people okay and and this is literally what happens you know he just kind of enters the frame and this really like the background always tells a story too. It's like this guy's got <laughs> dirty laundry behind him oh, it's and a stacks of stuff. Yeah, and so he just comes into the frame. The set design is not good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh. Underwear hanging from a mic boom stand or whatever and <laughs> he's like, "Okay, everybody. Uh today we're going to uh learn how to sing five octaves on the piano and then he hits a note <laughs> on the piano and he's like, "Uh." uh, uh and then he goes, uh, and it gets really, I mean, by the, by the end, when he tries to go really high, you're just yeah. laughing so hard. And it's like, what is, this guy really is a character. He's a clown. Like he's all the things that we love in comedy. Right. And yet doing it by accident. Right. Is it, is it, is there anything kind of, I mean, clearly you find it partially beautiful. Yes. You're, you're like just the, the commitment and the, and the mm-hmm. sort of the, not really getting. They're just like, yeah. I was given a camera. I saw a movie one time that uh, one of the characters wrote novels. Mm-hmm. And her daughter says to one of the other characters, do you know why she writes novels? And he goes, because she's a writer. And he said, no, no, because a, a typewriter was accidentally delivered to the house one day. Wow. And that's why she writes novels. Yeah. It's like that. It's everyone yeah, well, was given I- a camera. I think a lot of these people um, start out by saying they just want to – they just want to teach people how to do something. And then it does go viral. And before you know it, they have like a million ironic followers <laughs> waiting, waiting for the next thing they're going to do. And then they, they keep on cranking out videos. They're like, oh, I've got an audience now. And, but everybody's like, but when, but they try to be serious about it. And you're like, no, 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 do no, the thing you did in the, the first one. Yeah. Chewbacca yeah. Face. Chewbacca <laughs> yeah, mom. yeah, exactly. The- yeah. So, um, like, remember the king of comedy? Did you ever see that? With uh, it was a Scorsese, yes. De Niro thing. But with like, Sandra that's Bernhardt. what he's portraying. He's he's portraying a real guy with with very complicated, you know, personality, right? And, but hilarious to watch, but dark at the same time, and everything like that. And I think that's what a lot of these people are when you watch these things. Um, it's really a glimpse into into like. What we all want. I mean, yeah. especially comics who are just, you're know, like, nope, I'm going to open mic again. And, yeah, yeah. uh, nobody gives a shit. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. uh, but 10 years later, you're pretty good at it or you're something. Yeah. But it's like, the, it's, there's a human need to talk to people, whether you're going to open mic night and telling, you know, everybody your opinion or if you're just teaching somebody how to do something on YouTube. Right. Right. There's a guy. I also wrote this guy down. Um, that I've watched a few times. His name is Frank L. Sharp. So this is for folks that want to follow along if they're in front of their computer. Right. <laughs> it's all one word, Frank L. Sharp, and that's his YouTube channel. And Maple Creek Park is the one that I stumbled on the first time. Maple and, Creek Park. Um, he gives tours of parks. Like he goes around with his camera and then just – but what's great about it is it's com- – What? There, 
just you know, like a city one, park. One of the funniest thing about all of these is the extreme loneliness that gets portrayed. Like right. everybody sets up the camera yep. themselves clearly, right? And then there's a lag time while they walk around and get into frame, which is just so sad because it's like, so you couldn't even get a buddy to help you and hold the camera for you. Right. So <laughs> and, cl- and then there's no editing. Yeah, yeah. And this, could, yeah, it's like you, you couldn't even to... cut it, you know, like right. cut into it. That's another great one. But if you get a chance, guys, look at that one. And then especially at, at about two minutes and 50 seconds, <laughs> there's a moment after he's given this whole park uh, tour, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. About all the various, uh, you know, trees and shrubs. That this, and- yeah, this park has. <laughs> and then at the very end, there's just a, you know, empty landscape or whatever. Uh, and it takes about, you know, 20 seconds. And then all of a sudden, just creeping into the frame, there's Frank just <laughs> slowly. And his face is right up into the thing. And he's, you know, he's kind of got his mouth wide open. And he's just like, okay, everybody. Well, I've been Frank, but, uh, Obviously, it's hard to describe, so definitely <laughs> check it out. But well, so that's the kind of thing. So I, I, I'd see that, and it would make me laugh so hard. I'd watch, I'd watch just that one little snippet, like right. over and over and over again. And I literally tried to do it in my uh, Cherry Bonbons uh, video. I tried to do the intro, like, like Frank? that, yeah. And it's fine, but it's it's really difficult to get it as funny as the real thing. Right. You can't, it's hard to hard. duplicate it. It was, remember that plastic bag scene and the Kevin Spacey Oscar winning, the bag was floating oh, yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and it was, and he was blown away by how beautiful it was. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. And I remember there was hipster backlash about <laughs> how yeah. they had to create that. Oh, I see. Um, the bag floating around to recreate the thing that is kind of beautiful. That is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Right. Sometimes oh, trash is very beautiful. Uh, yeah. If you recreate trash is beautiful, is it still beautiful? There's yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's there's very the interesting. That's a, what I call a hipster uh, <laughs> cognitive dissonance on that one. <laughs> but yes. so, yeah, I mean, um, recreating it is very difficult. And I think part of it, and this kind of goes back to our movie too, it's, like if you and I are having lunch and you're telling me a story about something that happened to you yesterday mm-hmm. that's mortifying and it and you're still feeling a little bit of it. Yeah. It's always going to kill the hardest, you know, yeah. because I know you and I can put myself in that situation and you're still almost in it. every day I've got one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's, uh... And and it, if you try to tell it at stand up, it's still the goal is to try to make it awesome, but to it's not it. going to be quite as effective as when you're just telling your friend who knows so much more about you or whatever. And then I think trying to get actors and shoot it with cameras and stuff, that makes it even harder. Like the more distant you get from the thing. Right. So I think that when you, I mean, you do the best that you can, but when you watch these types of videos that I'm talking about, you're in it. Like you're watching the right. real thing. That's an you're actual. You're not watching somebody retell it or, <laughs> or, uh, recreate it. Right. This is Frank and he's like wants to teach you about the park and he creeps into the frame and it's so damn funny. Right. That anybody else doing it and knowing that they're just doing it to recreate it, it's not as funny. It isn't as funny, but it can be funny. Cause it's, yeah. my thing, some, like some of the videos and your comedy reflects this. Your art often reflects sort of that loneliness yeah. and that, and that depth of despair mm-hmm. that you are trying to recreate and quite honestly kind of shine a light on it, which will dispel some of it, which I think is the important part. Uh, yeah. For me anyway, I want, <laughs> I want you to shine a light on it so that people can go, Oh, never alone. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. It's, and it's like also failure is funny, you know, so like the, <laughs> I, I have like, I use this flip camera when I make mine. Right. Oh, wow. Old school flip camera. Yeah. And so, uh, every now and then they'll, um, they'll break on me. Yeah. And I have to go, I have to go to eBay and get another flip camera, but they're, they're out of print or yeah. whatever they're not they're making no them longer, anymore yes yeah but i still have to get them because they have that perfect amateur look right they just you know um, i think i have an extra one around here yeah take that like, with you sure as a <laughs> yeah that sounds great <laughs> um then uh yeah they can't be too slick because there's something about failure and we were talking about um 
in the kitchen before we started. Oh, right. I, because I have my another kitchen series, is dead. um, you and your fucking coffee. Right. That, um, that I really like for different reasons. It's a little bit more of a traditional, you know, well shot and, you know, narrative, you know, actors, storytelling type of thing. Is it, is it shot as well as coffee and with cars and um, comedy and I think it's shot better. A little bit me. better. That's it. No. Shot for shot. It's, Let's it's go. It's very, it's very different actually, yeah. but because it's not an interview show, it's just a like, you know, you, and, and Dean Cundy, who's one of the, uh, I sound like I'm, Plugging again. I'm not meaning to do that, but well, you um, it's your life. Don't Dean worry about Cundy it. And a, it's a, yeah. a virus. It's a YouTube video. So yeah, I, yeah, we're, yeah. We're still in the wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. But I guess what I was going to say is that for the type of thing that I'm trying to do with the Henry's Kitchen thing, it's got to be bad production value, and people really respond to it. Like if it looked too slick, then they'd just be like, "All right, well, this just blends in with whatever everybody else is doing." But yeah, it's got to look like... Which is weird, because there's millions of amateur YouTube videos out there, and then there's just as like just as many, or less, possibly, mm-hmm. super slick, you know, we had a couple grand, yeah, uh, yeah. or a million dollars, or whatever, and you want to go, with Henry's Kitchen, you want to go for the, sort of the, the more grainier look. Yeah, it, the look is extremely important. Cause it, does it resonate more? Is that what you think? Is that? Uh, yeah, well, that's what I was going to say is failure is, is a very important part of, uh, comedy. You know, it's like, that's, right. that's funny, you know, and, and most yes. of the things that we laugh at in some way are either ourselves failing or other people failing. But, Someone drops the ball. Yeah. Someone has to drop the yeah, ball exactly. for, for yeah. you to get the laugh. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so that's a part of it. And, um, you know, trying to teach somebody how to do something and not being good at it. So yeah, that another video I yeah, want to yeah. uh, tell one? people, the ones that I would stumble across the most were, uh, expert village, which is hilarious because it's called expert village. And it uh, really is. Why is, what is uh, happening? Uh, <laughs> With expert yeah, village. yeah. There's, there's, uh, if you look at the one of called how to flirt. <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh What? I think Expert Village okay. if if I'm not mistaken is a is just a general YouTube channel that allows people to submit their videos and then they upload it under their channel and of any oh, okay. instructional purpose whatsoever. Like open you yeah. in Minneapolis. And, and I could be wrong about that. I haven't even Wikipedia'd it, but that's what I assume this thing is. Before uh YouTube mm-hmm. uh in uh in the the nineties. And I think it has been there for a long time. There was something called open you in <laughs> Minneapolis and you, anyone could teach a class. And there was a woman who taught stand up comedy in the mid nineties, which is how I heard about it. Cause that's oh, how I that's hear about anything. Awesome. She was uh, a terrible comic, <laughs> uh, but uh, See, I, I already th- love it. Yes. And, but I, I would, I have, I always defended her because I thought she did less damage than the guy that was an okay comic who had a theater who also taught st- stand up. Oh, okay. Because he was kind of okay. Yeah. And yeah. So he had theories. Yeah. 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 <laughs> her whole thing was like her whole first class. I knew someone who took this couple of people who took it is the first class was every single person in class, and it was 20 bucks. And this threw open you. Open you. Okay. Uh, you would walk on stage, take the mic out of the mic stand, uh, move the mic stand behind you, set yourself, wait a beat, grab the mic stand, <laughs> put the mic back in the mic stand, and oh, then walk wow. off stage. And that was, and everyone had to do it. So you don't do jokes yet. Like, no jokes. Like, we're going to get to that. We're going right to get to Right now, we're going to do mic technique. We're going to do mic technique. <laughs> you got to get the mic out of it the mic stand. It could be. Ten classes in before we even start talking. <laughs> right. And then she would do stand-up, I guess. Yeah. And she would talk about material and, and the stuff that she did. And she was so not – it wasn't – and it's judgmental, but it, she wasn't good at it. Yeah, she yeah. literally – it was it was stuff that was so – it was – yeah, it was genuinely just sad. And it wasn't – which can be hilarious and oh, her should material. be. Yeah, her material was just weird storytelling that didn't so have punchline. Oh, I love Yeah. <laughs> you would have loved her. Oh, I love it. And But everyone who took that class said that they kind of loved her because they were like, oh, she can do this. Yeah. I can totally do this. Yeah, yeah. Right. 
So it's sort of inspiring for other people because right. they're like, I'm not at least that bad. Right. Know? I can like, at least <laughs> probably get a laugh and yeah, not yeah. terrify people with how, uh, how broken I am. That's hilarious. And I can make people laugh with how broken I am. But the open you thing. She's kind of taking a bullet for everybody. Everybody. And the open you thing though, I remember someone explaining it to me. You could have a class on anything if you knew how to change oil. Yeah. You could have an open you. It's exactly. I think that's what Expert Village is. Yes. And and people can correct me if I'm wrong. And and people generally do when you podcast. They'll (laughs) send you an email. I just wanted to let you know that you're completely wrong about the way that this works. (laughs) But I I think it must be a similar thing because there's no people that repeat themselves. It's always somebody teaching. Um. Yeah. But. yeah. So, but the guy, how to flirt, that, that one really is. And that fantastic. was in Expert Village as well. Yeah. How to flirt. And what, uh, and uh did he seem? He's just a, a young <laughs> guy, but he looks like he learned about it in a sociology class or something like that. And he talks about <laughs> how, you know, little children are actually the best at flirting. You know, it just sounds awful, right. you know, it but I, there, there might be some kind of research about it. And, uh, right, he read a paper. Yeah. <laughs> he read. I've been studying children in the park <laughs> and I've noticed that they tend yeah. to flirt. They're super attractive. Yeah, yeah. No, no, sir. No, yeah, please yeah. stop talking. So that one's great. And then, oh, that, what you said about the comedy instructor reminded me of, uh, this is probably about mm, 2000 or 99 or something like that. I was doing yeah. a little show. And there was a, I'm not going to say her name, but there no. was, there was a famous, um, stand-up comedy teacher who was on the same bill. Sure. And I had only heard her name because she has books and she also had been doing, um, you know, teaching these classes like yeah. at the improv and stuff. Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> I'm just getting right, right into it. Who that In other words, is. yeah, but, everyone's yeah. going to know who that is. If this were the Jackie and Laurie show, I would just write it down I and you'd go, yes. I feel awful now, but anyway. That's fine. She'll get over it. All right. Well, so, so the thing is, um, and I'm, I'm certainly, I'll be the first. I have a whole uh, movie about how awful my act is. So I'm, <laughs> I'm the first one to not brag about my act. Right. But on this particular night, I had a really good set. Sure. And then, uh, I mean, it was, it was a great set. And then afterward, I go back into the green room and she came up to me and started giving me advice about my act and saying, you know, I saw what you do. Uh-huh. I think you could uh, speed up the tempo a little bit. Might want to do something. And, and you know, there was a there was an opportunity for a joke there that you missed. And then, and whatever it was that she said was, I thought was pretty corny. Yeah. And you know, it's it's also that things were changing a little bit in terms of what people laugh at. And oh, how do you teach it really? Huge. Yeah. yeah. How do you really teach what one person's audience is going to laugh at and what the other one is? You know. So. Yeah. Anyway, well, the funny part to me was that she went up and just ate a huge shit burger. <laughs> I was and, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't I, think I'm going to take that advice. Oh my god, I get uh, advice every time I go up around a certain gentleman who used to write for Mr. Leno. Mm-hmm. Uh, he likes to come up to me afterwards, and uh, and he, the last time he did it, he came up and he said, "Can I give you some advice?" And I said, no, no, I, 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 I'm good. You're, it doesn't matter. I'm going to mm-hmm. keep doing whatever I do. And he was like, I just need to tell you. And I was like, is it happening anyway? <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> and he said, well, you just, you talk too fast. You got to wait for people to get the joke before you start the next joke. And I said, I had a 12 minute set. I have 15 minutes worth of jokes to tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have the rest of their lives to laugh at those yeah, jokes. Yeah, yeah. I only have 12 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, yeah. And I, but he's not wrong. I'm, and that, that was, I mean, well, like, I don't sometimes know. I mean, you get advice you. from people. I think people. your cadence is great. And maybe that particular set. Well, my father has said it. I've gotten it. It's been a, it's been a note throughout my entire career. You should slow down to wait for people to get the jokes. Uh, hasn't happened yet. Uh, yeah. so, uh, keep up. Keep up, assholes. <laughs> I don't know what to tell oh, you. Oh man, people are just hilarious. But though. they're hilarious and. They'll always try to, what's yeah. A, yeah, what's the same uh, need that love, people have to teach. I want to know, like, was it a Tony Robbins kind of flirt thing where um, you say the woman's name a lot? You say the I'm guy's name? I'm trying to remember. I, I don't, it, people will have to watch it and uh, refresh my memory on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was really pretty dumb stuff you know it was, oh, basically, it was not establish a rapport you know uh, <laughs> oh <laughs> let her know that you're not a creep um oh sure uh, so, i mean good, yeah, good, good yeah, general yeah, exactly. advice but hard you know hard to get to, um, yeah you need to say something 
bad about rapists so that that way she says that you're you must not be a rapist because you said something bad about them oh my god aaron jackson today on facebook and this is recorded way before it is uh is airing of course but um comic uh from dc i don't know in new york now aaron jackson she uh was talking about how she was up in harlem and there were two guys behind her and a woman walked out of the bank and one of the guys said um good morning mm-hmm. que pasa and because the woman was latina mm-hmm. and um she said the woman said hi the other uh and then she walks by and the one guy says to the other guy she had a great smile and uh the second guy goes yeah and a real confident walk and then the two of them said together yes and aaron <laughs> jackson said i don't know why that that exchange made me so happy yeah <laughs> it was because it was someone being nice yeah yeah and and expressing well she seems very attractive yeah, it was yeah. a way to give a compliment that was not creepy at all yeah yeah it was no, that's right <laughs> she was psyched that's awesome right where are those two guys yeah um, i know village they, idiot they or whatever yeah they should they should have village idiot is better <laughs> yeah. I, the expert village idiot <laughs> No, but yeah, no, and then at this guy at one point recreates a flirting scenario with a girl, like oh. with an actress. How would you like that gig? That poor girl has to be in there. Is there $250 in it? I'm, I'm there. Yeah. I'm there. That's my day rate. What? The other one I want to do, I want to, I, I want to do more than just the kitchen. I did a gym one, which was fun. A Henry, gym? Hen, Henry's or, gym. Oh, gym. Like a, uh, exercise Workout. video. And then, um, I also, uh, yeah, I want to do one where I'm a barber. Cutting people's hair. Like anything that you fail at that's actually important to people is fun. But, uh. That it's important. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna do that. And, um, so I wanna talk about some of these other people here. There's right. a guy named, uh, Grant McNary. Yeah. He's great. Um, if you, if you find his baked spaghetti video. Baked spaghetti. Yeah. And I made a baked spaghetti video right after I watched this. Cause you were like, this is Yeah, genius. yeah. And, and, um, what Grant does is he says, go ahead, like a nervous tick. And it's like, if, if, if there's any drinkers out there, try to do a drinking game where you watch Grant <laughs> McNary. And every time he says, go ahead in his baked spaghetti video, take a shot. Uh, he's like, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and leave it in there for five minutes and just go ahead and do, you know, go about your business. But okay. And then it's smash cut to it's been five minutes, but there's no like dissolve or like a clock or anything. It's just like, okay, it's been five minutes. We're going to go ahead and check out what we're doing. Uh, go ahead and put some, uh, peas in there. Go ahead and say, it's like, he says it all the time. It's, right, like, right. it's like 26 times in I a five minute video. I don't know if he knows that he's doing it. How long are the videos? Like five minutes. Okay. So they're not, yeah. they're not really long. No. And, and some of them are excruciatingly long. There's one, there's another one I tried to imitate in my, I think it was in my bonbons one, but there was one with a <laughs> painfully long intro, like 35 seconds right. of just watching the food being transferred from the oven or washing the dishes and, and right. this bad seventies music. And you're just like, I just want to learn how to make this thing. I don't want to see how fancy your opening titles are. You know, I watched a YouTube video yesterday because someone asked me, I had a couple episodes ago in the dork forest about board games. Yeah. And this woman emailed me and said, Hey, my husband and I are just getting into board games. I'm looking for two person board games. And I don't know why she didn't YouTube Google yeah, <laughs> two-person yeah, exactly. board games, but I, I I like board games, so oh, I yeah, looked into too. it a little bit, and uh, and I ended up on this guy's page, and he's got <laughs> hundreds of videos about the kind of board games that he loves, mm-hmm. and they're they start out the first one is great, it's six minutes long, mm-hmm. the later ones twenty two to thirty minutes about board games, and you're like, nope. No, nobody. No <laughs> and, uh, I think you seem really nice. Yeah. But yeah. I can't possibly. <laughs> 22 minutes. <laughs> of you explaining what you love about this game. And I'm like, plus he also seems to like super fiddly games. So oh, maybe yeah. he needs the time to explain <laughs> this, the, the seven layers of hell in that video game. I don't know. But, or that. Yeah. And you just reminded game. me of one, uh, that I didn't even have written down, but yeah. it, I, I stumbled across it. It's how to, how to play a gong. And, uh, <laughs> play and a gong? yeah, yeah, literally. And it's a guy standing in front of a gong. <laughs> he talks for about 20 minutes and I shit you not, Jackie. He never ever 
plays the gong. He never touches it. He never hits it. What? If I remember correctly, even at the end, he never does it. And you're just going, hit the fucking <laughs> gong already. But he's just talking about the history of it. And the, you want to make sure that the mallet part hits sort of the outside rim of it so it gets sort of a ringing sound. It's like, well, it's right there. We can hear what it sounds like right. if you do you it for audio. us. You know? But it's yeah. like, right. I would like the actual to know. I thought it'd be fun to do like a violin one where like I've, <laughs> I've never played violin in my life, but just sit there and talk for 20 minutes and then with the violin yes, in hand please. and never touch it. Anyway, I cut you oh, off. No, no, that's, oh. that was, uh, because there's an episode of the Dork Forest, very old, one of the first, it was, I think, one of the first, uh, pre-recorded ones with the Zoom. And, uh, it was a Dork expedition where I went in, in Michigan to this guy, uh, this very nice couple, who drove me out to his train set oh, and it yeah. was his, he, he said he, him and his buddies have like a club and they run a train um, and they recreate uh, a cargo train from 1964 from Indianapolis to Chicago. <laughs> they live in Michigan and, but the, and it's like a, one month, they recreate it. And so he, sh- they, him and his buddy show me around. It's a giant, they bought like a Quonset hut. They bought a place to set up this giant thing and they've got the, the terrain and they're trying to recreate what the track looked like and, and then, and then, and the area looked like in 1969 or four or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go back and listen to it, folks. Uh, spoiler alert. They never turn the train on. Oh, <laughs> the whole time. And it's an audio program. So it's not like, yeah, th- I can't. So we're just describing what the train looks like for an hour and, uh, and what it does. Yeah. What it does. And it is, it is fascinating, but yeah. he, they never turn the train yeah. on. No, this is all, it's, it's hilarious. And, um, it was great. <laughs> yeah. I, I always love trying to pinpoint what it is that's, that's making us like respond so much. And I think that there's just like, there's something uh very human about people that are trying to instruct people of stuff. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, it's kind of sad. It does that same thing that like the the instructor, the comedy instructor from you open you. Oh right. Um I almost said you're open, but that's <laughs> that's different. No, no but so, <laughs> yeah. yes. So um but yeah, it's like we we like watching somebody and saying, "Wow, I never knew I could cook, but I'm definitely <laughs> Better than a person who's actually teaching how to do it. Right. And um, there's another one that I want to talk about, which I guess is not really instructional, but uh, people out there may have seen it. It's one of my all-time favorite videos. Okay. And I would find out later um, that... Well, I'll tell you the story okay. after. And then the epilogue. Yeah, but then first, epilogue. yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's called Who Needs a Movie? Have you ever seen that one? Nope. Oh, unbelievable. It's, uh, Fred and Sharon. Fred is, uh, <laughs> uh, apparently works as a video editor or something like that. And he made it, uh, an advertisement for his services and says, who needs a movie? Do you need a movie? Right. Do you maybe, maybe, uh, you know, for your anniversary or your wedding, you're going to need a movie for that. Right. Um, maybe, uh, you know, prom night or whatever. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, he just keeps saying these things. <laughs> But if you watch it, Sharon, his wife, looks like she doesn't want any part of this. And every time she comes on the camera, she's just sort of staring blankly into it. And she looks like off screen there's a gun to her head or something because she's going, Hey, Fred, our anniversary is coming up. Oh, my God. Maybe we should have a movie (laughs) of it. Like, why did my husband drag me into this stupid (laughs) idea? And... uh you watch this thing. Who needs? If you watch nothing else, you have to watch this one because it's just fascinating. Every single frame of it, every and, frame. Yeah, and and they tell us there's character there. You you totally get who Sharon is. Yeah, <laughs> you totally get who Fred is. You get you get an idea like who's the bossy one in the relationship. Right. And but they're they're both very likable. Um. But they're, she's clearly there under duress. Yeah, yeah. She's like, no, you need a, a person to do this. And okay. they're so behind. Like, it's just like, we can even do animation and there's this awful like flash. animated thing. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, we can put it on a DVD. 
or even send it over the internet. And this, and it's from current, like it's not it, from like 2003. It, well, it, it's definitely old, but not that old. I mean, right. it, but we can send it over the internet. But like that fun. was this amazing yes. thing. Yeah. Now, um, yeah, I'm thinking it was probably about six or seven years old. And, okay. uh, so cut to, uh, I'm dating a Canadian girl who's from a place called Kelowna. Okay. And I showed her this video at one point that I was, I have no idea who these people, what, what right. land they come from. So I'm showing. <laughs> You're just on a rabbit hole of yeah, YouTube. I'm, I'm showing them, uh, I'm showing her this video that I've been fascinated with for <laughs> the last eighth Half of my life. <laughs> and, uh, She's like, oh wow, because she can tell from the background and stuff. They're in her hometown. Oh wow! And I was like, wait, Fred and Sharon? Do you and, know? And she's like, yeah, I think that they own a bakery in our town. And I'm like, I'm getting goosebumps, going, holy shit, am I going to be able to meet Fred, Fred and, Sharon? and Sharon? Like, I am. I, Where's I, their I, schedule? I met Paul McCartney in, in '99. I'm way more <laughs> excited about meeting Fred and Sharon. <laughs> right. I want, I want you to. I want them to have their schedule underneath. Yeah, yeah. And you show up, and it's like, is he going to talk about how they're they can also put things on a flashcard? Well, or? yeah. <laughs> well, we found out that um, her mom mm-hmm. uh, is. Has somebody who she's a mutual friend with, um, oh, with Fred. All right. So there yeah. she's two degrees of separation. Yeah. From Fred. Yeah. It's, I, everybody's gotta, gotta watch this. I mean, if, if this, <laughs> if this kind of thing isn't your cup of tea, I get it, but it's like, who needs a movie is just every frame of it is just pure genius. It's fantastic. <laughs> That's how and then I watched their other videos and it's like, I think they went viral and they were all of a sudden like, wow, we, we really succeeded at this YouTube thing right, right. and they're just trying to follow it up with other stuff. And it's right. just, no, do the thing that you did. <laughs> like that was inspired just because you were trying to do it right, for real, as opposed to trying to do it to get more views or whatever. You right. Know? It's, it's hard when, when you try to, it's hard to create lightning. Yeah. Like lightning exactly. just happens all by exactly. itself. And that's, to... that's a great analogy. <laughs> it's uh but I, I will say this is that because when you said this, I was, all I could think was, well, how sad, you mm-hmm. know, that these people were a glimpse into these lonely people. And then I was thinking about it and I'm like, no, they're psyched. Yeah. Everybody, I mean, everybody reaches out in different ways. Yeah. And this is them reaching out. And even if they have 80 views or 35 views or whatever, they're like, oh, someone cared. Yeah. And, uh, there was a guy, a friend of mine from high school, my last friend from high school has a buddy who made has an accordion. Uh, he made uh, a sound system attached to an accordion. And he, it's the greatest sound system attached to an accordion ever. And so, um, my buddy was like, Hey, do you know, will you watch this video? Because he doesn't know how to, he wants to make it go viral mm-hmm. and you're in show business. And I was like, I don't know anything about accordions. I mean, I know yeah. Mary Mack <laughs> needs uh, an accordion player sometimes. Yeah. And uh <laughs> and he was like, so I watched it. It was a, a an exceptional sound system attached to an accordion <laughs> and it was great. And so that guy, so my buddy connected the two of us and so I tried to help him. And then and then a line was crossed as to what I could do to help this guy. I yeah. can't like I'm willing to tell you, you know, and so he said, will you make a Facebook page for me? Because I think that's what's going to really bring me over the top. And I was like, okay. no. <laughs> no, I will not make a Facebook page for you. For your accordion. Yeah. Uh, right. And I was like, you just go to YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a video, by the way, okay. how to make a Facebook page, I bet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, almost certain. And, oh, I'm um, sure. Right. And he was like. Well, it wouldn't take you long. You would be, and I was like, no, 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 it actually wow. is kind of fiddly. Um, that really, uh, yeah, it was, yeah. it was just too much, but yeah. I will say this is if you get a chance, cause the, the, the accordion, you would probably love the video just because of how sincere it is. Yeah. Yeah. And how hilarious. Um, cause it's such a weird thing too. I'd I mean, love to see it. Right. Because I mean, some of the ones you're quoting too are things that nobody ever thinks about. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of oh, like the yeah. Dork Forest to some extent where you're like, that's what you're into? Yeah. Okay. But- oh, I know. Yeah. There's really obscure. There's a guy who sings the final countdown 
with a weird kazoo instrument. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. And loves it. And, yeah. and loved it enough to point a camera oh, at know. himself. Yeah. To do it. And, and yeah, going to, back to what you were touching on about like, like, am I making fun of these people or laughing at them? Like, in it, look, I, I've always been laughed at ever since I was a kid. Right. Laughed at, not necessarily, I've always tried to have a sense of humor. To laugh with. Yeah, but, but people would imitate me. I'd be a little bit like spacey. And then, you know, I remember having a job at this place called Dominic's Pizza where everybody was moving around so fast and I was always like, being accused of being on drugs because even though I wasn't, but they just thought, what's wrong with you? And right, it's like, right. but that's, I eventually became a comedian and it's like, all right, well, I'm going to try to be that for everybody. I'll be the guy that everybody laughs at because I'm kind of weird or whatever. Right. And I think that a lot of these people know, they know people are laughing at them. They can right. tell from looking at the comments and stuff. I hope they don't mind. It's like you're bringing joy to people and I laugh right. at myself. I try to make a fool out of myself. A clown does it. You know, it's like that's what we do. Well, and, and it's the whole picture too. I mean, yeah. there is, there's always going to be a 12 year old on YouTube who's going to be a dick. But, um, but for the most part, you're like, this is amazingly weirdly compelling. Yeah. And horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you're just like, you're, so the guy who made like baked spaghetti. Yeah. Did he cook the spaghetti and then bake it? Uh, he put, he layered it all, the spaghetti, poured the sauce on and some cheese and put it in the oven for like 30 minutes. Hard spaghetti. Yeah. Um, and not a microwave. Oh, no, I think you have to cook the spaghetti first. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Essentially, <laughs> uh, what I liked and I called this a, it's, I call it, uh, idiot lasagna. Okay. And it's all it is is a casserole. <laughs> Expert village idiot lasagna. <laughs> idiot lasagna. Uh, essentially, you'd have all of the ingredients, mm-hmm. which is pasta, meat, sauce, mushrooms, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Just throw it all in there. I put it all together, and then I put on top of it a layer of lasagna noodles. There you go. And it looks like a lasagna. Yeah. It tastes like a lasagna, but once you cut into it, it does not look like a lasagna. I see. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a it'd mess. be great for a movie set where they needed lasagna. Right. So that it would look like it. Would totally. And then you could eat it, and it would taste like noodles and all the lasagna things. Oh yeah, well when I when I do my kitchen videos, the worst every now and then the worst thing possible happens where it comes out looking really nice. <laughs> I'm like, but well, I'm not supposed to be good at this. Right. It happened when I did my uh, well, when I started doing my sushi video. I've, I've never made sushi before in my life, so I thought, well, this is going to be perfect. Impossible. Yeah. yeah. And so but if you buy all the right ingredients and you take the least bit of care, you can actually do it. It's not that difficult. So I, I had to like go back and redo it with like a butter knife and all this other stuff. And, um, but yeah, it's so important to fail. I want to make sure, uh, it's before we're done, that we're done so that the, the couple people out there that really do dig this stuff, they've probably already seen a few of these, but I want to make sure that they have a complete playlist. Yeah. Uh, cooking with dog. What? A, uh, oh, that sounds awesome. There's, uh, I, I think it's Japanese. Uh, look at the scotch egg video of cooking with dog. That's the name of the, what? the, uh, channel. And it's just a dog there the whole time while the lady's cooking. And there's, the dog has no purpose other than the, the catchy title of cooking with dog. And the dog just sits there. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just sits there and waits for yeah, someone to throw him something. There's close-ups of the dog every now and then. <laughs> and the opening theme is like as if it's a big variety show. It's like cooking with dog. And the dog literally has nothing to do with it except for like a just a visual. <laughs> that um, is awesome. <laughs> cooking with dog is great. And there's also um um homemade lemonade. Yeah, this guy. It's called Rada Cutlery. R-A-D-A cutlery, homemade lemonade. Homemade lemonade. Um, what I like about this one, A, they, they all have a big flowery intro. That's what's great. It's like, they spend all the money on that. Yeah, there's big flowers and stuff. And then the thing, how to make homemade lemonade and then smash you're right in reality in some guy's shitty kitchen right on his face. It's like it just, the, the, uh, just the juxtaposition of those two things, the real flowery kind of, Beautiful orchestrated music and then just right into this shitty kitchen and then it's a guy talking about it today. But this particular one, um, what I like the most about it is at the three minute mark when he's closing up, 
He's right. like, uh, okay. And, uh, you've got lemonade that you can uh, enjoy on a summer day. And then he's got a big smile on his face and it just stays there for like 10 <laughs> seconds. And it's like, why, what was the reason that you didn't want to cut after you said the word? Right. You just love the smile so much or, like, whose idea was it to leave it that long on this guy just <laughs> smiling? And all he did was make lemonade? Like, he yeah. cut some lemons? Yeah, he got some lemons and uh, some put sugar, some, water some water and some sugar. Yeah. And that was the whole plan. Yeah, and I made a lemonade video, too, after I saw this. That's my whole job, is to try to... Uh, to recreate... I'm like Black Mirror, but instead of talking about dark things, I'm just making fun <laughs> You're of... You're the Banksy <laughs> yeah, of YouTube yeah. videos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so uh, there again, I try to do the smile at the end and I think it's kind of fun, but it's nowhere near as watching, watching the real right. one. Cause you just, you fall into the, just knowing, the hilarity. Yeah, knowing that it's a real person. It's one of the things that people really like about podcasts is yeah. because the errors are real. Oh yeah. You know? And there's no, yeah, there's no, <laughs> and, and there's no editing of podcasts because yeah. half of us don't know how to do it. And, yeah. uh, and the rest of us, uh, don't want to take the time. I love, because it's so free. I love podcasts. What I, what I like about it is people out there that, I mean, obviously I'm a huge listener, but having done a bunch of them, there is an excitement there because I'm like, am I going to talk shit about somebody who's a friend of mine by accident? Which I think I've done like three times <laughs> right. this thing. And it's like, that like happens. That, I actually like that person. Cause we're just hanging out in your living room. Right. And there's no, there's no filter. Yeah. So you're naming names. You're yeah, just saying yeah, things. Exactly. You're like, I don't think that was appropriate. And oh, yeah. uh, so yeah, I, I do it a- all the time. Yeah. And then I always have to like afterward go, Ooh, should I apologize to my friend before this thing comes? <laughs> well, out? I think I, I I emailed um a booker mm-hmm. after an episode of Jackie and Lori, and I was like, "Hey, upcoming episode, uh, I reveal that you booked a shitty one nighter one time, <laughs> and it was dumb, <laughs> and I name you, I name yeah. everybody involved." Oh man! And he was like, "It was a shitty one night. <laughs> you are correct," and uh, oh. I was up in Canada. But, um, I have a really sad story like that. Um, when I was in Indianapolis, where, which is where we had lunch. That'll right? start. And I was at the town place suites. Oh yeah. And I'm checking in and the guy at the, in the, uh, the hotel clerk is the nicest guy ever. Mm-hmm. And he's like a fan. He listens to the Bob and Tom show or whatever. And he's right. like, Oh, every time you're on there, I just crack up, man. I, ah, oh, I love the guitar <laughs> stuff. And he's just the nicest guy or whatever. So anyway, at one point, a couple of days in, I was like getting, uh, back from doing the radio and I had to go to the bathroom, but instead I, uh, had to talk to the guy in the front because he's got some story that he wanted to tell me. And the whole time, all I can think is I just want to go to the bathroom. Right. I, so anyway, that happened. And then I went to the bathroom. I don't know if that's (laughs) part of the story. Thank God. But, uh, but I did a, (laughs) yeah, exactly. (laughs) And that's the story. No, uh. No, so, uh, so I did a tweet and I don't remember what it was, but it was something about, you know, somebody tell the hotel guy to stop. And, and, and I left it generic. I didn't say the name yeah. of the place or whatever. And then sure enough, like that, that night, I'm, you on Twitter. I'm getting, I'm getting ready to leave for the club and I, I go out into the front lobby. I'm like, yep. Hey, how's it going? He's like, Hey man, by the way, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I saw your Twitter. You're talking about how my story was too long. I, I didn't mean to take oh. your time. And I'm like, Oh no, I didn't mean that. I, am the biggest, I didn't yeah. want this guy to read it. I didn't think riffing. he ever would. Right. But yeah, that's the world we live in. People listen to podcasts. They watch people's <laughs> Twitter. Yep. Everybody's, uh, you know, and I probably should have waited a week so he wouldn't have known who I was talking right, about. Right. It could have been any number of, <laughs> yeah. but it wasn't that great of a tweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. It was just like, whatever. You just know. in, in general, we all know. Somebody tell the guy to shut the fuck up. Keep it tight. No. That's all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're just asking you to keep it. <laughs> yes. Oh, well. It's, uh, yeah. So what is your, do you have a, you have a YouTube page? Yeah. Henlips. It's just Henlips on YouTube. Same as the Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you could put Hen, Henlips Henry's kitchen. It'll be the first one that comes up. I have about 25 of them. Yeah. And at this point I already have a cookbook. Oh my God. And I have a calendar, an apron. Ooh, an I apron. don't have a calendar. I should have that. Yeah. And a, and coffee a, mugs? And a soundtrack. I do have coffee mugs. Yeah. Do you have coffee mugs for the, the coffee one? Uh, no. 
All right. Which is how many <laughs> bad business <laughs> skills on my part. Well, I'm always marketing. <laughs> you got always. kitchen ones for the coffee one, and then I've got coffee for the kitchen. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, I've it's it's turned into a whole little thing, and I, I support myself a lot by doing that web series and oh, that's cool, selling merchandise. Um, and that's, it's fun. That's great because I mean, it's a classic. I'm just going to do this for fun, and then people yeah. resonate, and so people are like. Okay, this is awesome. Here's twenty dollars. People show, yeah. People show up to the, yeah, um, to the shows with wearing the aprons. That's uh, crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, that is, uh, that's so great. Oh my god. I don't know. I don't know where we're at. Let me check. Oh, we're yeah, we're close. All right, to an hour. So it's, um, let's just tell people that they should go to iTunes and Amazon and get the movie. The movie's if, out. If, if you are in a place where it's distributed, like a large. Town, but it's going to be in San Francisco and Chicago. Yeah, it's yeah. called Punching Henry, um, and there's a Facebook fan page where mm-hmm. which has all the information and list of cities and, and venues and stuff, and then at Henlips mm-hmm. for all uh, to find Henry uh, Phillips uh, doing stuff. Yeah, and the movie um, it was a lot of work in 2014. At the end of it, we shot it, and it was an amazing time. And then. Um, it took a long time to edit and then eventually, um, we got it into South by Southwest. So a okay. year ago we premiered it there and that was fun. And, and then someone got a cared. distributor. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's the whole thing, right? With movies. Yeah. I, I guess, yeah. Every time you see a movie, I don't think people realize there's a long story behind that movie that's not the movie itself. I mean, it, there's, there, there's somebody who I have a question about. came up with the idea and somebody who went to Starbucks and tried to hammer out the screenplay and everybody who's told that person they were crazy and all that <laughs> stuff. Was right. It, w- My question, of course, is were Fred and Sharon involved? Oh. Because uh, who needs a movie? I would you did. love it. <laughs> yeah, you that's right. You needed a movie. Who needs a movie? <laughs> and that's what I should be telling people. Well, here's a movie. <laughs> and um, hey, <laughs> our buddy Augie's in there as a bouncer. Oh. <clears throat> he actually a- appears in the beginning as a bouncer, and then at the end, the actor Mark Cohen uh, brought up, he just pulled his name out of a hat to reference uh, some bouncer at a completely different location. So in a weird way, Augie kind of has two shots. Right. Yeah, because uh, – uh, shout out. But at the end, yeah, Cohen goes like, hey, Augie, throw this guy out. So it's like, wait. Anybody who knows Augie be like, wait, Augie's here too? He was in the first place. That guy has several jobs. (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. people out of bars. He was in Atlanta, Georgia, and now he's in Oregon. (laughs) Weird. That's that's how he travels. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what do you, it's it's Mm -hmm. like stand-up, but you're just bouncing for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Pays about the same. (laughs) So. (laughs) But yeah, we've got, um, and you know, Lynn Shockroff is in it, and um, it's a lot of Dave Waite, Mike Kaplan, Matt Kirsch, and Oh, that's Chris cool. Fairbanks, Brenham Walsh. Um, what was I doing? Uh, you you'll be no in need... part three. Part three? It's a middle-aged yeah. white lady. You need to, that would be fantastic. Be great. I could play Beyonce. I think you could be. I think you could be a great executive. Oh, sure, sure. Do I'd... you do much on camera? I acting? do. I do some some small acting. It's true. I did a voiceover the other day and was relieved. I was like, oh my god, that's right. You don't have to memorize the script if it's voiceover, but uh, but you have reminded me. That I should always show up, <laughs> knowing all of my lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's no, part yeah. of the that's part of the gig. It turns out that's the job. Yeah, no, it, it, I, I think I, I think you'd be great. All right, so season, uh, so the third installment. If third we're allowed to do a sure. third installment, Just punching somebody else. Let's we've have punched you a play, clown, uh, and now we've punched you, Henry. Yeah. Uh, third one. Let's just. Uh, I don't know. Punch a, uh, not the dog. Don't punch the yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, no. It's a- <laughs> Punch, uh, punching Henry again. Um, punching Henry Actually, again. We, I brought it, I thought of the idea of maybe making it a prequel. And I'm not, <laughs> I'm not playing me anymore. It's, it's like a 23 year old guy <laughs> who's just starting comedy. But how fun would that be? Cause we've probably been doing it about the same length of time, but I like, count the 80s remember Borders Bookstore and it's oh, like, yeah. Imagine telling the story before Facebook, YouTube, or any of that kind of stuff. Right. About what it was like back then. It was like you, you really had two options. You were either going to get on TV and become enormously famous, mm-hmm. or you're going to the rest of your life, uh, tell dick jokes in the and outskirts the of town. Sure. And die, and everybody's like, oh, that guy was nice. He used to come through. Yeah. You know, and that's the end of it. But it's like, those were your two options. Now, 
we have podcasts and we have YouTube and we have all these different Other, ways to, to have at least, you know, 20 fans out right, there or whatever exactly, it is. Who will show up anywhere. Whereas, uh, I feel like back in those days, uh, it was a much lonelier time unless you were one of the 5% of people that actually got on a network television show. Right. But, Right. That would be fun to to talk about in the prequel, punching about to punch Henry. We'll about to ooh, about <laughs> to punch Henry, and uh, the I remember, um, you know, because I've been hanging out with Maria for so long. Yeah. It's, uh Somebody said on one of the iTunes reviews of Jackie and Laurie, "How long does it take for a uh, vacation to to drop Maria Bamford's name?" And I was like, uh, "Almost immediately," because uh, well, I'm always hanging out with her. So yeah, I got yeah. A new story. Oh, what happens? What? Yeah, like I, I don't think I've ever done a podcast where I didn't bring up Doug Stanhope at some point, who's in the movie also. Right, as well. You've but already like, brought him up. There are some of these friends that just like they, are more famous than they, I am. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I know, but but there, I brought up other people too. People don't remember those people, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just. Uh, but I, in the night, like what are you 90, supposed to not bring it up? Right, know? it doesn't make any sense. So in '97, I remember going to open mics. Whoever with Maria. said that's a dick? I'm it's just going to exactly. go on record. Just go on record. <laughs> it's just a weird. And they're fan ears, obviously. Right, or something's happened. Yeah. I'm uncertain what's where, where where it all fell apart for them. But <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> whatever. But the uh and what am I doing? Reading the iTunes comments yeah, anyway. Yeah. So except for there's nice ones that I want to say nice. Oh, things. I read the comments. Oh yeah. So the um. But she, we would do open mics when we first moved here. She had moved here, I think, a couple of years before me, but we were going to an open mic and she would sit and fill out postcards. Remember those postcards that you would send to agents mm-hmm. and casting directors? Yeah. And she would just sit there and fill them out and it was old timey. It was like oh, old timey. Yeah. No, internet. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So you could put that in about to punch Henry. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's so much, so much has changed. We've really witnessed a, a complete revolution. It's true. And, and you know, Rory Scovel's joke, it's a great time to be alive for a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for another year. Exactly. Henry yeah. Phillips, thank you so much for doing All the Dork right. Forest. Thank you for having this me, This is Jackie. awesome, you guys. And uh, Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?